0: hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of blame it on the stars we spill all the tea on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars it is jade here
1: and it's Kara.
0: And this week, it is Leo season. We've got a lot to talk about why this episode matters to you, what you need to know. We're going to explain everything that's happening in Leo season, the entire overview, so you know exactly what you're getting into up front. Leo season is a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. I know the Leos are excited. They're happy. It's their birthday. There's some ultra rare, like, very, very rare astrological alignments happening during Leo season. There are some retrogrades. There's good, there's bad, there's ugly. We'll discuss it. But in case you missed it, last week, we talked all about Venus in Cancer. While you're listening to this episode this week, Venus is still in Cancer. So if you want to know how that's affecting your relationships, then definitely listen to last week's episode before you start this one. But overall, we'll be discussing everything you need to know about Leo season.
1: And just to give you a heads up, next week, we're going to go more in depth into the Uranus north node conjunction and Jupiter retrograde. We will be talking a little bit about them later in this episode. But again, next week, way more details, way more in depth. And this is a very rare astrological event. So you're going to want to listen and tune in again next week.
0: So... Before we get into the episode, the following things happen this week. Mercury will enter Leo. The sun enters Leo. We will start off the episode by explaining these things in more depth so you know the more current things right up front. Everything else that we mentioned during Leo season happens later in the season. We will still explain that, but everything will be a little bit more generalized. We want to focus on the now and then we'll give you the hints as to what is to come. And after a short ad break, we'll get right into it. We are back. If you listen to the ads, thank you so much for supporting my and Kara's podcast. We appreciate your patrons of the arts. If you did not listen to the ads, I am judging you. Let's discuss <laughs> what is happening. We start off this week with Mercury entering Leo. This is actually happening before Leo season begins, but it does happen on Tuesday at 8.35 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The date and time per usual are from the website AstroSeek. What you need to know about this is we're about to be speaking up about things that we care about, speaking boldly, Being ourselves, letting our true selves shine. This is about being heard. This is about being seen. This is about being the most confident version of yourself when you are speaking. There is a lot of optimism that also comes during the time that Mercury is in Leo. If Mercury is how we think and Leo is a very bold, original, and confident energy, if you put the two and two together, you get that exact combination.
1: Yeah. So as someone with their mercury in a fire sign, I can tell you that our conversations and our mental space is going to be very fiery, very passionate around this time and also very interesting. So if you are someone who tends to be a little bit more on the shy side or a little bit more reserved, this transit is going to be a great time to speak up and be confident in yourself and talking about things that you're passionate about or things that are really important to you and just like side note too leo is a fixed sign so you might find that the way that you're thinking about things and the things that you're thinking about stay kind of consistent there could be a little bit of a stubborn energy but overall this should be a pretty nice and easy transit i know we're going to get into some details that will reveal what is going to be a little bit more challenging but again overall Mercury and Leo is just a really good time to be authentic and be yourself.
0: Well, actually, on that note, let's just dive right into the details of Mercury in Leo because there are some key dates you definitely need to be aware about. The first one happens on July 23rd. Mercury is trying Jupiter. This is a great time for thinking really big picture. This is a great time for sharing your ideas, thinking about philosophy, the world. This is a time to be optimistic, positive. All of that happens around. Around July 23rd.
1: And then on July 26th, Mercury will be square Mars. And again, squares always bring about tension and Mars can be a very impulsive energy. So when we have this happening, especially in the way that we communicate, you might find yourself just kind of quick to jump to conclusions or quick to say what's on your mind. So it's really important on this day to make sure that you take a deep breath and take a moment to yourself to think before you say something, because again, there can be a more impulsive energy or just like a tendency to be a little bit maybe more argumentative or combative during this time.
0: On July 28th, Mercury is square Uranus. Now, as Kara just said, we might be getting into little arguments. Uranus is all about change and Mercury and Leo is, it's fixed. It's fixed on the way it thinks. So there can be a lot of tension if there are changes that are happening, things that are going against your norms or what your regular beliefs are that can cause some inner conflict. There can be a time where you're thinking really differently than everyone else, but it's kind of rubbing people the wrong way. There can be this like sense of rebellion that comes up. And, you know, Uranus is really a key player during Mercury and Leo. So just be mindful about that. So, yeah, that's July 28th.
1: Yeah. And then on July 31st, Mercury will be opposite Saturn. And oppositions really reveal things. And because we're dealing with Mercury, you just might find that different things either like come to mind or you have some sort of realization, especially in terms of things that are practical or, or grounded in like quote unquote reality because that's what Saturn deals with. So if there's something that you have been Maybe not ready to deal with yet, or something that's just been on your mind, but you haven't fully gotten there. Mercury opposite Saturn can bring that out, and also Saturn can make you feel a little bit more hard on yourself. So, it's a really good day to practice just being compassionate and noticing your thoughts without judging them, especially if you tend to think negatively about yourself. You might be kind of drawn to that, so it will be a good day to kind of pay attention to the things that you're saying to yourself, and hopefully, you know say your affirmations, maybe write it down, do what you need to do to make sure that you are taking care of yourself.
0: Now let's dive right into Leo season. Leo season this year begins on July 22nd at 4.07 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is when the sun enters Leo what you can expect is an illumination of all the Leo-like themes. This means finding confidence. If you're someone who struggles with being you know, the truest version of yourself or letting your authentic self shine, you might really benefit from Leo season for bringing out this confidence you might have left dormant for some time. This can be a time for having fun, letting your inner child out to play. This is also a time too where loyalty is top priority. And also to Leo energy, if you did not know, majority of cele- like celebrities are Leos. And the reason for that is because they like to be in the spotlight. Like we mentioned with Mercury and Leo, this is a time for being seen and being heard. One thing to know is the sun is actually domicile in Leo, aka it is at home in Leo. So it is a time where we really can be radiant beings like the sun.
1: Yeah, you might notice that a lot of people like to go on vacations or really just enjoy their like classic like summer vacation, summertime energy, just because the sun is in Leo and Leo is all about being confident and honoring who you are. But Leo energy is also really good at just enjoying themselves and having fun. And that, I think, is something that we all can really use or kind of just focus on because we don't need to take things seriously all the time. Like, it's important to relax and do things for fun and do things that you enjoy. So it's something that we're all going to be experiencing during Leo season. Another thing, too, that Jade and I actually were just talking about you know, it's going to sound cheesy at first, but please, please stay with me. People talk about how important it is to be yourself, but it's also really hard to be yourself because you're Putting yourself out there, and that puts you in, like a very like vulnerable place, like if someone doesn't like you, like it is like a personal thing because you are being you like there's no mask to kind of hide behind, so there is like a side to Leo energy or maybe if you have some Leo placements, you know where insecurities and things like that can come up, but I think that leo season again is a really good time to practice that like radical self-acceptance and just like being who you are even if you make mistakes like mistakes are okay everyone makes mistakes and it's really important to kind of focus on the things that you like and to place more value on what you think of yourself and the things that you want to do and what's important to you and to not place so much emphasis on what other people are saying or what other people think you're doing and again I know that a lot of that is kind of cheesy probably belongs on like you know a t-shirt with like a trendy font but like that it really is what leo season is about so if you do find yourself wondering who you are trying to like figure out who you are how you want to present yourself whether that is the way that you are physically presenting yourself like makeup or trying out different clothes or posting on social media or in other ways that is leo season and it can be really fun so yeah embrace that like leo funny <laughs> light-hearted almost like type of energy
0: Let's discuss some of the details of the sun in Leo and the key dates you definitely need to pay attention to. The first one that you should be noticing is on July 31st, the sun is trying retrograde Jupiter. Yes, that is a hint for something we're about to talk about in a minute. So, sun trine Jupiter, though, is a time to really, like, be yourself and, like, Jupiter expands everything it touches, trines, are supporting energy. You can just imagine this matchup together is like an explosion of authenticity and fun and luck and abundance and happiness. I don't know how it'll play out with a
1: retrograde Jupiter. We'll wait and see, but July 31st. And then on August 11th, the sun will be square Uranus. And just because the sun really deals with who we are, our identity, our personality, you might just feel a little bit different. <laughs> like you might want to either do things differently, or maybe people have expectations of you that just aren't in alignment with who you are, or where you're headed, or what you want for yourself. So The best thing to do is just give yourself permission to be yourself and do what you want to do and just be okay with being quote unquote different. You also might find that you crave a sense of freedom or just like the ability to do things in your own way. And you might kind of like face some obstacles because, again, squares bring tension. So some things are kind of either like resisting that or not letting you feel like you could fully just do the thing that you want to do. So, again, this is just like a transit, so this won't be like a long-lasting energy, but you might feel moments where you just like want to be rebellious or you just want to step outside your comfort zone or you might be in a place where it is time to switch things up. So again, it could be like a personal choice or it could be something that was just like an outcome of like your circumstances. But regardless, the theme overall is just needing to try something new, try something different, and just be open to whatever that change is
0: on august 14th this can be pretty challenging not gonna lie the sun will be opposite saturn how this will affect you is it can be really difficult to be proud of who you really are saturn can bring up these feelings of guilt Because if we think of Saturn as authority, a lot of times in life, authority is telling us who we should be, what our priorities in life should be, how we need to act, how we need to dress, and the sun in Leo is encouraging us to be our true selves, oppositions create a push-pull dynamic, there can be some second guessing if like what you're doing is the right thing to do or if how you're presenting yourself who you are is who you should be and the right answer is you know exactly who you need to be and no one should tell you who you should be. But there can be some difficult emotions surrounding that on August 14th as we question Am I doing this for me or because someone else said that I needed to be that way and letting go of that guilt for being your true self? Certain signs will be affected by both the sun in Leo and Mercury in Leo more than others. The first being Leo, obviously, with the sun in Leo, it is your birthday for the Leo suns out there. The sun is illuminating whatever house Leo is for you. This is a time to really be yourself. And with Mercury in Leo as well, you're really expressing your true, authentic self Aquarius is also affected by the sun in Leo and Mercury in Leo but theirs is more of an opposition so there can be some challenges between being who you really are speaking up for you know the things you believe in but also like questioning if that's the right thing or thinking about what the bigger picture is and vice versa and dealing with some back and forth thinking there
1: yeah and then for taurus and scorpio the sun and leo and mercury and leo will be square your placements and i always say this about squares but all of these signs want similar things so they go about it in a different way so they see each other but they just like don't get it if that makes sense any sense. So basically, what you need to know is that things might be a little bit more challenging or uncomfortable if you do have those placements. But again, it can still be a good time to learn and reflect and think about things, but it might not be a very comfortable transit. (laughs)
0: The people who will have a comfortable time, though, are Aries and Sagittarius. The sun in Leo and Mercury in Leo are forming trines to your fiery energy, encouraging you to be your most fiery version of yourself. So if Aries and Sagittarius, you really feel in your element during Leo season, it's because you literally are in your element. But let's move on. The next thing. That happens in Leo season is a big one. And it's honestly one I've had start off in my calendar for a very long time. I will be honest, I'm a little afraid of the next one. And when we do a deep dive into it next week, you'll get a better understanding of what exactly I am so afraid of and why I'm so nervous and on the edge. The Uranus-North Node Conjunction. This is the like rare astrological alignment we were talking about. This happens on July 26th at 3.14 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There is a lot I have to say about this, and we are putting a pinpoint in that and revisiting it next week when we talk all about this. But what you should know up front is society is changing. And the world is changing. This is something that affects society more than it does us on a personal level, but if Uranus is rebellion, revolution, the North Node is the direction we're heading in in society. It's happening in Taurus, which deals with money and Earth and comfort and things like that we can do a little critical thinking analysis and understand what i'm getting at and we'll discuss more next week but cara what do
1: you think about this it's not very stabilizing even though this is all happening in taurus if you didn't know already the north node like Jade mentioned, is our direction in life, but it also is like very spiritual almost in nature too. Same thing with Uranus. So it's, it's a big deal. At the same time, sometimes when transits like this, outer plant transits, when they happen, it's not always obvious in the moment. So For some of us, we will feel something, some event will happen and you'll immediately know in your life this is Uranus conjunct the North Node and there will be other things going on behind the scenes that won't be revealed the day that this happens, but it still happened this day, you'll just find out and understand it more clearly a little bit later. And again, we gave you a little overview of the themes, we will go more in detail about this next week. But this is something that you should pay attention to and just really be aware of, especially in terms of how it impacts your chart, because it is impacting society It also is impacting you on a personal level. And it's going to be a very, interesting time but you never know what's going to happen with Uranus so it's hard to even say exactly but a lot of change a lot of new a lot of things moving around and again it's not very stable even though it is in Taurus
0: yeah we don't like want to scare you but like you need to know you know what I mean we'll talk next week There's other things we're about to talk about in a second that you're going to need to pay attention to, let's be honest. All right, next thing. July 28th, the new moon in Leo. This happens at 1.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Good news. Setting intentions all around being more confident. This is like new moons are new beginnings. This is a time where you can, in the middle of all this chaos, be like, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to invite in some more cheer, some more optimism, some more positivity. I'm going to be the sun and I'm going to be positive despite the fact that Uranus is conjunct the North Node and there's a retrograde that's about to happen and things are a little bit unstable. You're, you're like, you know what? Let's just be positive during this all on the new moon and leo so there is some s- still conflicting aspects to pluto that can bring light to some healing that needs to be done full disclosure there but overall new moon and leo is like a time to really be focusing on being the best version of yourself and being proud of who you are
1: yeah it kind of reminds me of like that high school vibe when you're really trying to figure out who you are and obviously this is like a process and things change over time like people evolve people grow people learn new things so this is just like a continuation of whatever that means for you in terms of your life and what your journey is and the things that you are either working on or wanting to embrace and wanting to be more confident in and you know amidst all the other things that are going on in the astrology and The aspects that will be happening, this is a really good time to focus on you and check in with yourself and what you need and what you want. And I know that that inherently sounds a little bit selfish, but again, there's like a lot of other things going on and taking care of you is really important. So again, great day to kind of like check in and reestablish like what your goals are, where you're headed, because the new moons are new beginnings. And if we just had that Uranus North Node conjunction and things shifted a little bit, this is a good time to be like, okay. That happened. Where are we going next? New Moon and Leo. And then set those intentions based on whatever direction you're headed in.
0: Well, where are we going next? I'm telling you it is not abroad on the next one. If you were not paying attention, wake up. This is important. This is not a drill. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to tell you this right now. This is important. I know. I know you've been watching TikTok and you've been thinking about going to Italy to have a European summer like everybody else. I know you've seen Air Canada is a mess. (laughs) July 28th, 4.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Jupiter stations retrograde. Jupiter retrograde. What you need to know is this is travel problems, specifically international travel problems. So if you are like me and have to spend a lot of money on a flight to another country in the near future, you need that flight booked before the 28th, in my opinion. If it was me, that's what I would do. That is exactly what I'm doing. So if you have travel plans you need to be aware summer vacation might deal with some difficulties with Jupiter retrograde since it does oversee travel. Other things too, though, is Jupiter direct is normally a time of luck and abundance. When you put it retrograde, we're scaling back on that a little bit. The plus side is we're not overdoing it so much. The downside is the the travel, the lack of luckiness and things like that. But yeah, that one I think is very important. And we'll talk, like I said, we'll talk more about it next week. But that needed to be addressed now because I don't, I don't want you to stay here with a vacation idea in your head and have it get ruined by Jupiter retrograde, I'm saving you now. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, had some plane troubles the last time I was traveling when jupiter was retrograde and that's not to be scary like obviously flights are still happening vacations are still happening people are still traveling and doing things the world does not stop because there's a retrograde that's just not how this works but it is important to be aware of so you can be prepared and ideally you know do all of the important stuff like booking the flights etc before this is happening. It also could be a good time to look within because retrograde and reflect and think about things dealing with your spiritual side or even just like other things you want to learn because that is involved with like Jupiter. So that's a more personal thing aside from the travel that might kind of come up during this time. I think it's actually retrograde all the way like into the fall as well. So if you are traveling like in September, it still might be worth thinking about.
0: Yeah, we'll talk more next week, but it does last all the way until, like, near end of November, so we'll discuss more next week. August 4th. I know we just told you everything to know about Mercury and Leo. Mercury moves quick. On August 4th at 2.58 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mercury will switch into Virgo. What you can expect with that switch is going from this more confident and outspoken, communication style to one that's more like, let's get into the details. Let's be rational. Let's be practical. Let's plan things out. Let's be logical. This is really about getting into the nitty gritty. This is about paying attention to doing things correctly. There can be some perfectionism and also some critical thinking, but more like thinking critically of maybe others, details, paying attention to the little stuff and getting a little you know, annoyed at the the little stuff. That stuff can all happen when Mercury is in Virgo.
1: Yeah, Mercury does like being in Virgo because Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So it is relatively happy in this place. So that's just like good to know. And as a Virgo moon I feel obligated to just give you the reminder to not get lost in the details and not to expect perfection from every single thing you do because being perfect at everything is definitely not possible but yeah overall I do think that the more like analytical energy could be really good especially because with the internet and constantly taking in information can be a lot so Mercury and Virgo is aiding in the way that we like process it and to not just take things for exactly as what someone says, because it may be true, but it may not be true because if you're scrolling through your For You page, you don't know these people. So it's a good time to embrace fact-checking and looking into things on your own and forming your own opinions, enjoying all the mental aspects with Mercury and Virgo, whether that is the way that you use social media or just the way that you are having conversations with others. You also might enjoy reading around this time too or listening to podcasts (laughs) as well.
0: On August 11th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Venus will enter Leo. This is a Time where in relationships we are kind of wanting a little bit more attention, not gonna lie, but it can be really fun in dating, having fun dates, loving love, being really loyal in love, which we love loyalty over here in the Taurus Placement Club. But this is a time where you are loving loudly, like this. Venus and Leo always reminds me of like the couples who like post on social media all the time, like all of their like cute vacation goals or whatever. There are some challenging aspects to Venus and Leo, though, that can make relationships a little funky. And we'll talk about that later when we get there. So just wanted to let you know that up front.
1: But overall, it's kind of
0: a fun, fun loving time.
1: Yeah, if you haven't noticed the pattern just yet, I will bring it to your attention. Anything that is in Leo will have the square to Uranus in the opposition to Saturn. So you might kind of notice those themes. It really reminds me of like the Taurus indulgent energy too, because Venus is all about just kind of like being social and enjoying yourself. And Leo energy too really likes that. So it's a really good time to like be around others and want to socialize or want to do things that just feel really nice. And- Luxurious, like getting ready, like doing your hair, your makeup, putting on a fancy outfit, going out to dinner, and just like really enjoying that whole moment. I know that that might not be everyone's cup of tea, but that was the first example that came to my mind. Regardless, it's a really good time to really just be present in the moment and do things that are just genuinely enjoyable. And again, that like luxurious type of feel but yeah those those aspects that we will talk more about eventually are going to be the more challenging part of the transit
0: and if you are looking for another transit with some more challenging aspects you've come to the right place on august 11th at 9:35 p.m. eastern standard time we have the full moon in aquarius So this has the same harsh aspects to Saturn, Uranus, and also Mars in the mix. So this is kind of a time where you might experience some like friendship breakups or like cutting ties with like groups that you previously belonged to or like communities you were a part of suddenly this is about like letting go of like group mentality and finding your true vision (laughs) or who you want to be but there can be some cutting of the ties with Mars and Uranus in the mix there
1: yeah because Leo really is about being yourself as we've been saying this whole episode and then Aquarius is a lot more focused on like the group the collective the community that you are a part of so the full moon is really just about balancing the two between the different communities or groups that you are a member of and how you balance that with like your identity and who you are and how you are able to express yourself in that environment or maybe how you feel like you can't it's very complex and shout out to Jade's perfection year series going on on our tiktok at blme the stars if you want to go and check it out but like when you're 22 is when you go through your 11th house perfection year which is like a very similar vibe where it's really about figuring out like who you are but also who you are in relation to others and the full moon obviously is a little bit shorter but it brings out those same themes so if you remember what it was like to be 22 then you know they might be similar to that but yeah again the more tricky part of it is the aspects especially when there's like Saturn and Mars and Uranus involved it's a lot of like I don't know if conflicting is the right word but it's a lot of different energy because Saturn's like hold on wait what's practical slow things down Mars is like please speed it up Uranus is trying to make changes and it can just like be a lot. So. I don't know. The themes, I guess, with Uranus is just to kind of see what's going to come up and manage it the best you can because you can't really predict what those changes are going to be.
0: And the last thing that happens during Leo season, I would be so excited about this because this is my Mars return, but... There's some stuff you're going to need to know about this. On August 20th at 3.57 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mars enters Gemini. And what you need to know with this is this is a time where you've got the jokes, you're laughing, you're giggling, you're also probably bored. And in terms of arguments, you have the receipts, you have the facts, you have the tea. But... Mars will go retrograde in Gemini <laughs> starting October 30th. And that'll go on until sometime in January of next year. There is a Neptune square that happens. And a lot of things make this Mars and Gemini transit very complicated. And it's, it's yeah, it's a lot. Kara, what is your opinion?
1: <laughs> yeah, Mars and Gemini itself is like... Should I say fun? I don't really know. If fun is an appropriate word when there's a Mars transit, but it's it's a little bit like more lighthearted, and there's a lot of like motivation to learn, and you kind of like fight with your words. Energy it gets bickering, like or like siblings bickering type vibe, where it's like not that serious, but you know it's like happening. It's the retrograde, and it's important to know that that's coming up because as soon as Mars enters Gemini, you're going to get a taste for what this means for you and what your relationship to this energy is like but you have about two months of Mars and Gemini before the retrograde begins that obviously will include the pre-shadow time so long story short is the themes that come up for you are going to be relevant during the retrograde time as well and it's going to retrograde for a minute so this is about to be energy that we're going to get very used to very up close and personal experiences with so again in the very beginning pay attention to what's coming up because it's kind of foreshadowing all the themes that will be happening during the retrograde and yeah we'll go more in depth into like the aspects and the different things that are making this mars retrograde a little bit more unique as someone with mars retrograde in their chart my fingers are crossed that the same rule applies to us as like mercury retrograde so everyone says that if you've mercury retrograde in your chart then mercury retrogrades are easier for you my fingers are crossed that because my mars is retrograde that means that mars retrograde will be easier you know for us and anyone else listening who has that but it's it's a very different energy because it's a lot more internal and like held back in a way. And that's not Mars's nature. That's not its regular way of being. It's usually very outgoing and like, let's do this right now. So to have that all like held in and not doing the things that it likes to be doing because it's retrograde is just very it's a very interesting dynamic. So yeah. <laughs> It's going to be happening on New Year's. Yeah, you'll need
0: to pay attention when we do the Mars and Gemini episode because there's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) But if there was anything you heard throughout this episode that you were like, wait, I need to know how this affects me on a more personal level, like, you know, the Uranus North Node conjunction, Mars and Gemini, the Jupiter retrograde, anything that you heard and you're like, I need to know about this. Or if you're like a Leo and you're having your solar return and want a birthday reading, this is a reminder that Kara and I do offer readings. We do readings on an app called Intro. Intro is an app that allows you to do FaceTime style calls with either me or Kara. You select who you want to meet with for how long we have intervals from as short as 15 minutes to as long as one hour. You can tell us what you want to discuss and we'll be able to do that for you over a
1: video call. I strongly recommend if there's anything that you want us to take a deeper look into that is available. And if you have never booked a reading with us before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S for 20% off your first reading.
0: And that's pretty much it. Next week, we're going to do that deep
1: dive as promised on the
0: Uranus North Node Conjunction, Jupiter Retrograde, and the new moon in leo so you'll definitely want to pay attention to that next week if you want to stay in the loop with us with everything that's to come make sure you are following us on social media we are on tiktok instagram and twitter at blme the stars we're also on youtube posting youtube shorts and this podcast as well if you search blame it on the stars podcast we'd love if you subscribed there as well But anyways, that is all for now. And we'll chat next Monday. Bye.